You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in. This is Theology for the Rest of Us, and I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening. This is episode 161. I'm going to be answering a question that I've been asked multiple times over the course of the last several years, and that is, how can we be happy in heaven if we know that some of our loved ones will be in hell? This is a very important and very sobering question, so I'm glad that it's been asked of me, and I'm excited to answer it here in this episode. Hey, before I dive in, quick reminder on a few items. Number one, um, we have a website, theologyfortherestofus.com. At the website, you can find a variety of resources and recommended readings, things like that. Also, you can find the archive of all of our old episodes. All 160 previous episodes are listed on the web with show notes. And in each individual show notes, we have recommended readings and links and things you can check out. So every topic that I've ever covered on the podcast, we've got additional readings and things you can look into there. So we hope that's a great resource. And then, of course, while you're on the website, you can also subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is really important because it guarantees you never miss a single episode. Every episode gets delivered directly to your device when you're subscribed. So while you're on the website, hit any one of those subscription buttons. That'll make it easy. It takes you over to a spot where you can subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. So check out the website. You can do all of those things there. It's theologyfortherestofus.com. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. A very important and very sobering topic. So anytime we're talking about eternity. It's very sobering. It just reminds us the seriousness of this life and, and how we know that, that that how we live in this life and, and whether or not we have faith in this life will echo into eternity, right? This life has major ramifications and consequences in eternity. And that is a very important thing. And it's very sobering when we consider that some people will be separated from God for all of eternity and will suffer a permanent condemnation that is, again, sobering is the only word I can think of because the idea that loved ones, people we care about in this life are in hell ought to be something that wakes us up and creates a, a sense of urgency in us. And so this definitely leads us to the question, how how is it possible that we'll be happy and excited in heaven if we know that some people have been thrown into a lake of fire? We will be happy in heaven. There will be immense joy in heaven. It will be beautiful. It will be glorious. We will enjoy and delight in God and his glory forever. It's going to be way beyond anything you could ever possibly imagine. When we look throughout the scriptures, we see this, and particularly in Revelation, this incredible, beautiful picture being painted. You know, in Revelation 7, 17, that makes it clear there will be no sadness in heaven. So how, how will we respond to the fact that we know that people we cared about on earth will not be in heaven with us? Well, in all likelihood, what will, what will likely happen to us when we enter into eternity is that we will be able to see things the way God sees them. And right now, we can't do that. Because we're flawed, because we're finite, because we're limited, because we have a, a, a significantly smaller vantage point than than those in eternity have, we, we cannot see things from God's perspective. We cannot see things from an eternal perspective, or it's extremely difficult to do so. But when we get into eternity, we'll be able to see things from a grander perspective. Now, I know this is going to sound harsh, and it's going to sound like I'm almost being numb to the fact that people are thrown into a lake of fire. And I don't want to sound like I'm being flippant. I don't want to sound harsh. I don't want to sound numb. 
but, but, I, but I want to be realistic. See, anyone who goes to hell, they go there because they've earned it. No one goes there unfairly or unjustly. Okay, when God saves someone, God rescues people from hell, it's his kindness and his mercy and his grace that are on display. But when someone condemns someone or when someone is condemned and, and they're separated from God, it's his justice and his righteousness that are being demonstrated. It's, it's his justice that's on display. You see, some people are rescued from hell and they get to enjoy God forever. Again, that's, that's mercy being displayed. Some people, they get what they deserve and they go to hell. That's justice, right? Some people are treated mercifully. Some people are treated fairly. No one is being treated unfairly. So, so the reality is the fact that God's glory is on display, both in his mercy and in his justice, will cause us to praise God. We read in Revelation 18 and 19 about the praises of God being given to him even when judgment is being poured out on the ungodly. You see, we can't do this now. Because we're human, because we're fallen, because we're limited, because we're finite, we, we, we are not fully capable of seeing God's justice and wrath being poured out and us seeing how good that is. But whether, whether you like it or not, whether you realize it or not, God's justice being served, God's wrath being meted out and poured out is a good thing. Now, I don't know how it's good. I don't understand it. I'm just like you where I don't like it. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to sit well with me, but that's because I'm finite and I'm broken and I'm limited. But, but when I'm in heaven, when I'm perfected and I have a glorified body and a new eternal perspective, well, that's all going to change. I'm going to see things very differently. And when I see God pour out his wrath on the ungodly, the people who did not put their faith in Christ, well, I'm going to glorify him for it and I'm going to see it as good. And it's going, to, it's going to cause me to worship him and to recognize the bigness and the magnificence of our God. You see, God can be glorified in whatever fashion he chooses. However he wants to be glorified, he can find a way to glorify himself. He can demonstrate portions of his greatness and his goodness and attributes of his character through a variety of different ways. You see, we often say, well, God is love and, and, and God is praised and glorified when people worship him. But the reality is people are going to, people are going to be serving out his justice. And so God will be honored and glorified and worshiped in the way he meets out justice. God loves justice. God loves righteousness. And when he punishes sin and he rightly and fairly condemns some people, we will glorify him for that. We will see that as good. Now, we can't possibly understand that on this side of eternity, but serving God's justice is one manner that God chooses to glorify himself. You see, the problem with this sort of question is that we are judging our lives in heaven by our earthly minds, minded existence. Like we, we try to impute onto heaven. We try to think about heaven as if it's like a better version of earth, but it's categorically different. It's going to be a completely different thing that we can't possibly understand or comprehend. You see, here on this planet, we're burdened for our loved ones, right? There, there are things that happened. There, we care about people, and therefore we're, we're disappointed when bad things happen to people we care about, right? It makes us sad. It makes us frustrated. It offends us, maybe. And what we're doing when we ask these sort of questions is that we're projecting earthly disappointments onto our existence in heaven. We're projecting 
earthly, limited, fallen existence and ideas and emotions, and we're projecting those onto a perfect, eternal existence. And that simply is a a category flaw because we are taking things in this category and imputing or transferring it to something that is in a completely different category. Our existence in heaven is completely different than our existence in earth. The The two cannot be compared. Here's the other thing to remember is that after the final judgment, that when we're in heaven, every person is going to experience an immense amount of joy that radiates from God. The peace and joy of God is going to overwhelm us. You see, it doesn't mean that we won't know that people are in hell, and it doesn't mean that it won't be a sad thing, but the power of God, that it radiates joy, the, 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 the light of God, the peace of God will be so powerful and so strong and will so deeply overwhelm our souls, will so deeply f- flood our souls that the, that the sadness and burden of loved ones in hell will simply, will simply fade away. Like it's like yeah, that will be bad. Yes, that will be disappointed. Will be that will be something that that won't be good. People we love being in hell, but the, but but experiencing the joy and peace of God in heaven will be so much greater that we'll forget, or maybe not necessarily completely forget, but we will we will not even be able to remember the disappointment and the sadness because the joy of God will be so greater. Like, have you ever been in this life, have you ever been on planet Earth and, and experienced something that was sad, but then you end up experiencing something else that was so much greater and so much more amazing that you forgot about that thing that made you sad? That's exactly what it's going to be like. And again, we don't understand it on this side of eternity, on, on, on here on planet Earth, but there will come a day that the sadness and the, of the concept of loved ones of ours being in hell, that that sadness will be completely wiped away because the joy and happiness and peace of God will be so powerful and so grand that it will push out every negative emotion that we've ever possibly felt in this life or beyond. The, the glory of God will shine so bright. The joy of God will be so immense. We won't even be able to experience sadness. It will be wiped away. That's the promise of God for us. What an incredible powerful truth. Hey, one other thought about our loved ones potentially being cast into hell. That is a real thing. Hell is a real place. And there will be people one day that are thrown into a lake of fire. Listen, that ought to light a fire under your rear end. That ought to be something that gives you a sense of urgency to go tell people about the love and goodness of God. May that motivate you to some extent. Hey, thanks for listening to this very sobering episode of the podcast. I'm thankful for all of our listeners. Hey, if you have a question or topic that you'd like me to address, feel free to shoot me an email. Maybe it's a follow-up question to anything I've said here in this episode, or maybe it's something completely different. Either way, shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, you can connect with me on Twitter if you like. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I look forward to connecting with you there. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.